Welcome to episode 9 of season 2 of the Younger, Smarter, and Better podcast. Teaching teens and young adults important life skills and habits so they are better suited to deal with life. Today we're tackling the big one. The killer of dreams. Procrastination. I know, it's a scary word right there and it means so much to so many different people. We're really going to try and start tackling this idea of procrastination, how to get it out of our way so we can do what we want to do and be happy all the time. This results me very. Um, so the first thing I want to really, really gun down here is that one form of procrastination is indecisiveness. And this is the one we're going to be talking about today. Indecisiveness. The, the lack of choosing and defining a choice for a long period of time. So what we're going to do is give it a, a good example. I think really good example of indecisiveness, or at least something that I've dealt with personally, is choosing a flavor of ice cream. I don't know about you, but when I see a hundred different flavors of ice cream, and I'm looking at that, it's really hard to make a choice. It, it takes a lot of time. It's like you're, you've got a hundred different flavors out there. You're going to choose one of those to put into a bowl or to put into a cone to eat, to devour. You need something that's perfect out of those 100 options. So when we're going through this, we're gonna, I'm going to guide you through the steps of defeating indecisiveness, which is a form of procrastination. It's also the lack of deciding what you're going to do. So if you're ever like bored, this is like, there's so many different things you could do right now. You could do all of these different things, right? It's the same scenario. I'm just using the idea of ice cream because I might be slightly hungry at the moment. But besides that, we're going to start breaking down, and we're going to start with a prologue. So beginning with this, I really wanted to hit on the idea that decision points are really what decides your day. So if you think about it, if you break down your day into just points and moments where you made a choice, right? It really decides how your day looks, and by extension, how your week looks, and how your month looks, and how your year, and so on and so forth. Basically, all the decisions you make, and you make decisions every day, one, you make decisions every single day. Congratulations. Um, so to bring that in, in further, all these decisions that you're making, right, they're, they're choosing your path that you're going on, right? So the way that this works is that when you make a, a choice that like positively benefits you or something that's worthwhile, you make a, a positive choice with positive benefits or something like that, you, you tend to have a better day. If you choose like negative bad habits, something like that, there's it goes down. You have a bad day. So there's these different things you can do, these different decision points. Maybe you say like, oh, I'm going to actually, uh, you know, I'm not, I don't really feel like working right now. I'm going to just, you know, wait a little bit for that. That's a choice that you're making. You're making a choice to wait. And... You're making a choice to put off the work and really work and, and really procrastinate. Really, that's a choice. You're 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 sitting down and you're saying that point that you have identified in your day, right? You're saying that that point decides the rest of your day, pretty much. Maybe not the entirety of the day, but all of those points added up make up a day. That is, one day is equal to x amount of choices that you make this isn't some fancy math problem because i don't know how many choices a person makes in a day i'm sure it's in the thousands but you make a lot of choices every day which is really quite surprising for 24 hours but in all honesty that's what i make and so you're saying okay maybe i'll do this in a little bit or maybe i'll do this that right and as you make these choices over time your battery of making choices and decisions starts to go down because every decision that you make costs you mental energy and I want to I hit down on this idea. 
mental energy is something that you have and it, it kind of decreases over time. And, and I'm talking about the essentially the the day-to-day energy. I'm not talking about like over a course of a weeks or months or something. I'm talking about like in a day, you make some difficult choices in the morning. This is very similar to what we talk about when we're talking about self-discipline and the uh, the mental energy required to make self-discipline choices. Um, that episode is in the description section below if you want to check it out. Um, but it's a very similar concept. Basically, the more whenever you make a choice, it requires a some some amount of mental energy, and that mental energy then comes for and later in the day you have less and less of this energy left up. So it's harder and harder to make uh, better choices for yourself. Basically, you lose that that sense of like self discipline over the, ter- the course of the day. And so now when we get to this, the the first thing you want to do. Now we're going back to this is chapter chapter one, gathering information for making a for making choices, right? For making sure that you beat indecisiveness. So the first thing you have to do is gather information. So yes, there's 100 options of ice cream flavors, right? 100 different flavors, right? This is a really big mentally taxing question, right? So we gather in all the information. One, we got like, okay, I like these flavors. I don't like these flavors. These flavors are new. These flavors are old. You gather in the information, maybe sort through it a little bit. Maybe you're like, hey, Hey, Mr. Ice Cream Man, do you have any secret flavors hidden behind that counter of yours? And he's like, hi, I do actually. This is a experimental radioactive ice cream. See, now that that's an option you have now. So what you got to think about is that when you're gathering information, you got to make sure you ask for some information because there's a lot of – some options aren't available. Uh, some options aren't available forever, one. Two, others might not be available until you ask for them. There's sometimes, think of it like a secret menu, right? There's things that you have to ask for to have available to you. Maybe like you ask a friend if you could do X, Y, Z. There's different options. You have to gather in all that information, right? So you've got, if you have like a whole bunch of different choices to make, like you're saying, oh, what am I going to do today? Maybe you like, you don't have a lot of options until you go out and seek and gather that information. So the first step is gathering all that information. And one of the ways that you can do this, and one of the way, things that I think for like overall is that people don't spend a lot of time listening to other people, which is really interesting. Uh, I have this quote here from Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Uh, if you talk more than you listen, you not only deprive yourself of many opportunities to accumulate useful knowledge, but you also disclose your plans and purposes to people who great take great delight in defeating you because they envy you. And I really want to talk about that first part. The you when you don't listen when you talk more than you listen, you deprive yourself of many opportunities and the ability to accumulate useful knowledge. Because really, if you think about it, listening to other people and not only listening to other people, but maybe even to yourself. Right. If you're constantly talking and putting things out, how are you ever going to take things in? How are you ever going to gather information? Right. So if maybe there's a decision that you need to make at like the ice cream store and you didn't listen to all the people that are around you, the maybe the people that are like have already checked and like, man, this ice cream is stinky. I don't like this flavor or something like that. You know, being able to listen in on these different cues and maybe even to yourself, maybe you're like, hmm, maybe ice cream just doesn't sound all that good today and you don't listen to that, then you might have to pay the consequences for not listening to that. Um, there was another thing that I wanted to make sure that I threw out there when we were talking about listening. Listening is very important, uh, very important skill when it comes to dealing with people. Another thing that it is, is that when you're gathering information, you want to sort out when you're listening and gathering information, sort out opinions from facts. Because this is a really, really big one, right? Because if you think about it, you're trying to make a choice for you. 
or for your situation, right? And what that means is that you need to be able to get opinions out of the way because other people have their opinions and a lot of what they say and a lot of their um, opinions about like matters and things. Like if you were to ask your friend, oh, hey, what do you think about this? Well, that friend is going to give you their advice based off of their their choices and their life basically. So if they had an experience with like, oh man, they really don't like vanilla, but you're like, um, I don't know. You're like, you're kind of like vanilla. And it's like, your friend's like, avoid vanilla like it's the devil. Just stay away from it. It's cursed, cursed ice cream. Stay away from it. And what you got to really do is you got to really sort through that. Is that really useful information? Is that really a fact? Is, is, is vanilla ice cream the devil? Do we know this for sure? We have to really sort through these sorts of different opinions, right? And what you got to do is then after you've sorted through all these different things, all these, you've gathered all the information you possibly can, there's an overwhelming amount of information here, right? Start to write down some of your options, some of the ones that first pop into your mind. When you're like looking at that 100 flavors of ice cream, you're like, man, chocolate. Sounds really good right now, right? Chocolate ice cream, mm, so good right now, right? Yeah. Just, just me? Okay. I'm going to go get some ice cream after this. Anyway, uh, the next thing you do is you want to make sure, as I was saying before, ask for information, not opinions. Very important to go through that. Um, listening to your gut is a great way to make choices. Uh, I've gotten a lot of questions wrong because I second-guessed my gut, and um, I'm paying for it now. Just kidding. Um, something important with test-taking is to listen to your gut on some questions and stick with it. And then breaking down your options. So say you've got a whole bunch of different options, right? And then, all right, we're going to make this situation even better, right? 100 different flavors. Now there's 102 different mix-ins. Now there's even more options. Now we've got to break it down. Okay, what, what are you looking for when you're trying to make this choice, right? Are you looking for something sweet, something savory, something that, that's going to feel good afterwards, something that, you know, like you're going to regret in two weeks, um, so you're gonna, you gotta really break down your choice to the different parts of it, right? What am I looking for? What do I want out of this? Is this something that I want to be like satisfied by? You gotta really balance what do I like about it? What do I not like about it? And really start to pull apart those different ideas. And then second thing we gotta do is right, we gotta start eliminating options. The best way to make choices are to eliminate options. And so your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to eliminate like a good deal of the options here if you want to get it down to maybe like if you're dealing with 100 first thing you gotta do is top 10 then top five and you gotta keep continuing like man that i i like it sometimes but today i'm just not feeling it. cross it out man and just get it out of the way and the smaller the amount of options that are available to you the easier it is to make choices and with this people tend to have a lot less regret it's based off basically when you have 100 options available to you right you when you choose one of them you have to deal with the regret of not the the unknowing possibility of what it would have been like to have any of those other 99 options when you're eating that one ice cream it feels worse than if you're choosing one of three choosing one out of 100 you're like man i could have gotten that other ice cream flavor like that one looks really good like that vanilla swirl man that looks really good i i don't know if i like this one that i have right now and you've got to really eliminate your options right helps you resolve this issue because the smaller amount of options that are available to you, the easier it is to make choices and you have less regret about making those choices. So bring it down to the top 10 and top five and top three and really start to nail down what do you not want. Look at your criteria when you're pulling apart those different things, the different things that you liked about stuff, the different things that you didn't like, really start to look at those different areas 
Um, another thing that you could do is the more you eliminate choices, right, the easier it is to make your choice. And this will help you really, you know, the next step, this is going to really help you out. The next step of choosing what flavor of ice cream you'll eat is to taste the flavors, taste the ice cream, right? So, because like how, you know how hard it is to make a choice. If you had to make a choice between, we, we've narrowed it down to our top three, right? You've got to now, you've got to taste what those options are like. And what this makes is, and really to look at this outside of our ice cream choice, you've got to, you can't really taste other options when you're trying to choose if you should like, you know, what you should do today, right? You can't really taste those options. That's not something you can do normally when you're trying to make decisions. But what you can do is you can think about the possibilities. You can think about, you know, what what happens as a maybe some repercussions of making this choice. Maybe you can think about what it'd be like to live through that choice. Maybe if you were to like buy this thing or that thing, thinking about how you'd use it. Would you just end up buying it and then having this on a shelf? Is this something that you get your your worth out of? Thinking about those different things, those different possibilities when making a choice really helps out. And another thing that I want to talk about is the worst case scenarios. When you're talking about possibilities, you want to really think about worst case scenarios because really the choice you're making, you have to live with the worst case scenario as a possibility, right? Because so say you were to say devote your life to underwater basket weaving, right? The, the worst case scenario possibility is that you devote your life to it and you either, one, you don't enjoy it. After a while, you're like, I'm not satisfied with this and you feel like you're wasting time. Two is it doesn't give you any returns or it doesn't give you anything back for what you put into it. And three might be that, you know, like it, it costs you the other options. It's kind of thinking about like, oh man, should I have gone with like a business degree or underwater basket? Even I don't know, man. Uh, let's just think about it, right? You know, business, a lot of different things that are open to that, right? A lot of different possibilities. Underwater basket weaving, you know, there's only a few areas we can really do that well. It takes a lot, it takes a lot of time to, you know, learn underwater basket weaving, really to get proficient at it. You know, I, don't don't take this from me, you know. I, I've only, you know, dabbled in the underwater basket weaving craft. Just kidding, man. But anyway, you know, like, diving to, to really dive into underwater basket weaving which is obviously what this episode is slowly becoming underwater basket weaving 101 expect it next episode <laughs> just kidding so now now that you've dealt with this idea of the worst case scenario right what is the worst thing that can happen everything is on fire and it was the worst choice i ever made in my life that ice cream that i chose was literally fire and it, it was not ice cream it was fire cream and it melted my esophagus, and I have perished because of this ice cream choice. Well, that's, you know, that's a possible worst-case scenario, you know. It's, it's out there. It's out there. Sure it is. It's, it's, it's way out there. It's like, whew, this is all the way over there, right? But it's still a possibility. And you've got to accept that possibility. You can say, okay, you know what? Worst-case scenario, this ice cream is actually fire cream, and I might die. Worst-case scenario. So now you've got to accept that, right? And now you've got to work towards making it better than that worst case scenario so you accept that worst case scenario possibility this is actually on fire i'm about to put this in my esophagus actually a stomach but whatever you're about to throw it in your face and you've got to decide is this like you know if the worst case possible scenario were to, were to be true would you be able to survive this right well i mean like i don't know my face probably melted off so you've got to be able to accept that when you're trying to take a bite so going down this and after you make your choice right Whatever you choose to do 
is better than having to procrastinate on that choice and have never made a decision in the first place, right? So choosing an ice cream flavor is better than sitting and looking at 300 different options that you have available to you, right? Actually, eating the ice cream is better than looking at it. Surprise, surprise. And so when we go through this, right, whatever you choose, remember that. Because maybe the worst case scenario will have happened, but it's better than not having done it at all or have missing out on the opportunity in the first place. So as kind of like a shorter recap, right, thinking about the worst case scenario, accepting it as a possibility, and then also working to improve it. Maybe this is the worst, like think about this as like a sort of out of, out of ice cream question <laughs> an out of out of ice cream scenario you try to go and you are deciding hmm should i work on this assignment or should i not do this assignment or how much effort should i put towards it? okay worst case scenario i do this specific topic for my assignment and i get a bad grade okay so now what can i do to improve that upon that right you look at the rubric maybe you choose some things maybe take out like one time i did a project for a speaking thing and it was basically you had to make an argumentative like essay into a presentation i was like hmm argumentative essay well you see I'm really, and you know, you got your list of options. They're like, okay, and you can choose one that isn't on this list if you know, if you really want to, if you got to talk to the teacher and everything. And they're like, okay, you've got like drugs, you've got like uh, gun laws, they've got like, you've got everything, animal, like animal scientific studies, you've got everything you could ever want for an argumentative essay. And then I'm sitting here, I'm like, man, we should not have had that meteor destroy all the dinosaurs. That was a bad decision on our part. I'm going to argument that we should still have dinosaurs today. That was my essay. Genius idea. I can tell you already. So now, worst case scenario, I flunk because the the topic was not exactly good and because the essay and everything, the presentation was really bad. So what can I do to improve that? I can add and work really hard to make it awesome. And so what I did is I worked and made it really awesome and everyone loved it because dinosaurs and I just basically made it a comedic sketch for points and i actually i actually did good we voted on which one was the best presentation and i'm not gonna i'm not gonna boast or anything but uh we won hands down just saying you know just saying just throwing that out there so uh i hope you enjoyed this episode all about making decisions and avoiding procrastination and as such i'd really like to you know really like to hear from you guys right so we have a contact page in the description section below you can find our blog podcast youtube channel you can find the whole shebang down in the description below i hope you enjoy this episode and not only that i hope you learned something from it and i'm christian adlina i'm the host of younger smarter better and as always stay hungry for knowledge